Hey and welcome to the Just Be You podcast episode one. My name's Brenton. Thanks so much for joining me. Uh, I think episode one, I really just wanted to give a bit of background about my story um, and where it's gotten me to today and why I wanted to create this podcast. I feel like, especially for the last 10 years that I've been involved in the fitness industry, uh, from owning you know, a self-owned you know, personal training business to operating with uh, multiple franchisees uh, and now taking a little bit step, a step back um, as my journey's changed a little bit, but now I just get the enjoyment of doing you know, some really high-intensity coaching of spin classes But I feel like there's so much misconception out there in the fitness world, you know, especially with all the social media that's on these days about how we should look, why we should look that way, what we have to do to get that. And I feel like I just wanted to create a real, just realistic podcast about life and how you should feel when you work out, if you want to work out. And you know what, saying that if you don't want to go to a gym, you don't have to. There's nothing stopping you from finding something enjoyable to do uh, that will help your fitness, that will keep you motivated if the gym isn't your thing. So I guess to start with a bit of my background story, just to kind of really shoot you up to light to where I'm at today. So going back many years ago, through all of my high school years, I was overweight there's no way to put a nice word on it I was overweight and I knew it Um, but I think when you're that age and that many years ago there wasn't the ease of things like internet um, google to be able to go and research and you know try and work out plans on where you want to head to so I feel you know that's a good place to start and where my headspace was that I don't know that made me flick that switch to go actually I want something more it wasn't a decision for anybody else it took for me to get to the point of moving out of home moving into state and going actually I really want to do this for me so I put pen to paper I did a fair bit of research um I definitely worked out a personal trainer that I wanted to train with uh, to guide me through that initial stage. Um, And for me personally, it was a very boutique uh, personal training studio in uh, Glen Ferry in a Melbourne suburb. Um, And they were cool. There was three trainers. It was a small little gym. It's somewhere where I felt comfortable to go and that it wasn't going to be judged. Um, I've done the big gym thing before and I don't know, as as a larger person, it doesn't matter when people tell you that no one's there looking at you. They're actually just there focusing them on themselves. When you have that self-judgment, that's what stops you from starting the journey that you want to create for yourself. So I feel like choosing the right you know, the right fitness avenue and the right location with someone that you feel comfortable with will always help your journey go much quicker than you going somewhere where you feel judged. Um, so that's where my journey started. And look, I mean, I was 100 and, I don't know, 15 kilos. 
um, back when I was 20, 21. And yeah, I went probably too far the other way um, in the sense of I really got into my fitness back then and, you know, probably pushed it a little little too far. Um, I've always had an issue of trying to find a nice balance between things so I'm always really one way just you know if I'm really stressed and highly strung I will eat that's my thing some people when they're stressed they don't eat Um, but yeah I'm on the flip side if there's chocolate there's chips or there's a nice bottle of wine around that will be in my mouth before you could even blink so when I'm in that mode, that's the direction that I used to head in. Then when I really got into fitness, um, it swung the other way to the point that I nearly became so obsessive with it that it was actually stopping me from doing other social things in my life. So whether it be catching up with friends for going out for dinner or a drink or whatever, because for me mentally, that, that zone of being in that social atmosphere was where I would always let loose and then I would kind of tarnish it, guilt myself and then feel like, well, I've just wasted the last week. Why did I just go and do that? I feel like it really took for me to get to my 30s where I actually decided, actually, you know what? I want to do fitness because I enjoy it. Not because I need a six pack or not because, you know, I want thighs that just bulge that I can put on Instagram or whatever like they're all side effects of you know you being very very into what you do and if that's your thing you go for it like I'm all for people that can be 100% on their diet like literally write everything down calorie by calorie tick it off you know they're to the book and they just absolutely put themselves in that rule book and they don't stray from it like to them kudos for that but for me I just wanted to be me I didn't want to have that pressure of having to swing so much that way to the fitness world that that was the trainer that I was going to be um And I feel like there's a massive group of people out there that have that same opinion that, you know what, I want to work out because I enjoy it, but I don't want to feel judged while I do it, but I still want to have balance in my life and I don't just want to eat broccoli, chicken and brown rice for the rest of my life to get there. And I think that that's probably one of the big things that personal trainers don't listen to is actually what their clients want. Some people will come to you as a PT and absolutely want to have those goals of being, you know, the most ripped person so you can take shirtless photos on Instagram and get the likes and feel good about yourself. Amazing. If that's what does it for you, awesome. But there's a huge chunk of the world out there that actually just want to do some working out so they can actually feel a bit better, get a, get rid of a bit of stress you know, let them zone out from their life for 40 minutes. And if it means for you that, you know, you have the calorie deficit to be able to, I don't know, enjoy a glass of wine with dinner, and that's your thing, then that's okay too. But you shouldn't feel judged as a client to do that. And I feel like that's where my headspace was when I was a lot younger, when I swung to and fro between very, very stressed with work 
and then swinging back to the other way of going I'm really really on and then all I could really ever do was just balance work hours and fitness hours and then the rest of anything social kind of fell to the wayside um so it's interesting that you know when I was in those younger years of really getting into that fitness I don't know what it was but for me in my mind the ultimate thing for proof to myself that I'm fit and that I can do it and that I feel great is the achievement or the setting the goal of running a marathon and it's not an easy feat, I get that. And a lot of people just look at that and go, you're bloody crazy, why would you even want to do it? But I think for me, when I was in those high stress states at work, running was my outlet. And that's actually the enjoyment that I had. It wasn't being at the gym lifting heavy weights. It was the enjoyment. And it actually became enjoyment of putting some headphones in you know, as the sun was setting in Melbourne, running from St Kilda down Ackland Street, around the beach. And for me, it was just space. And it just took me to a different place. It's the one time of the day where my mind would switch off. And I don't know why it would switch off, but it was not because I was, not because I was dying running, um, but because I always challenge myself with my runs to increase pace or, you know, to go a little bit of extra distance. But for me, it was just the space and the clarity that I could get in that time whilst exercising. And I think that's probably why these days I actually love coaching indoor spin classes so much. Because again, for that 45 minutes that I'm on that bike, coaching, instructing, hopefully motivating other people to drive and push themselves to their limits, that it's 45 minutes where my brain is not thinking about anything else apart from that moment. That moment with those people in my class, making the connection and us all just training really hard together. And again, there's no judgment. It doesn't matter if it's your, if it's your first class, if it's your 300th class or your 1,000th class, everyone can work out their ability and their range in those classes. Um, so yeah, I feel like running for me was my outlet. Now, the running obviously helped me drop some weight. Um, my diet was much better. I got on top of that. I definitely was not drinking any alcohol. Um, that was back in the day. These days... I, Monday to Friday, I'm usually pretty much alcohol-free, but I get to the weekends these days and I do have a couple of drinks because I like that balance in my life as I edge closer to the big four zero. But I think, yeah, coming back to the marathon thing, the running gave me space, it helped me lose weight, um, helped me feel more confident, and then that's actually the point when I felt confident enough to go into the gym and start training with some weights and not feeling judged by walking in the door. And I actually really ended up loving it. And it became a huge part of my life to the point that I quit my full-time job, I became a personal trainer, I changed industries, started my own business and, and off I went from there. Um, 
But yeah, by the time I was turning 30, my number one goal through my 20s was I want to run a marathon. So Auckland Marathon, random location, but it was the closest marathon to my 30th birthday. Um, So I thought, stuff it. I'm going to book it and I'm going to train and I'm going to go for this thing. Anyway, the world... (laughs) The world had different thoughts when I was on the flight over. So I ended up actually getting gastro from the flight, landed in New Zealand and was literally on the toilet for the next 30 hours. Um, And it was really, really bad. Anyway, I got up race day morning um, because I only flew in with really one night in advance to, to get ready for this race. So I thought, stuff it. I'm here. I'm going to try. I tried, I didn't finish, and for me, in my mindset, that felt like a failure. Now, I still ran 24 kilometers that morning whilst dealing with gastro. So I always, there was always this unfinished thing just left sitting on my shoulder going, you haven't done it, you haven't done it. I carried that feeling for the next 10 years of my life. So up until November 2023, when I did go back to Auckland and I did finish that marathon, I've carried that feeling and that little part of failure for the last 10 years. Now thrown in that last 10 years, I've also had knee surgery, was put on 30 kilos um, because it just, you know, was horrible to come back from. You know, I, I was just in the mindset of what's the point? I'm just going to eat. I'm just going to drink. <clears throat> and that was all good and well at the time. But coming back from that, there was a big change to have to make to try and get the knee back to a level where I could actually run again and actually even move again. So, you know, everyone's journey is different and not everyone can stay, you know, with the defined body that you just have this pictured image in your mind set as for your whole life. It's really not realistic for the majority of people and for how we live our life. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that being overweight is healthy or anything like that, but what I'm saying is is that you should just be happy sometimes being you. And whether or not that is like I said, just going for a five-minute walk or taking your dog for a play down the beach or, like in my case, finding my enjoyment, which was running. It wasn't the gym, it was running. Find your thing. Like, try some different stuff out. So many people start a gym routine at the start of every year. They go join up at the gym. They pay all these gym memberships up front. And then after six weeks their consistency disappears and they start to not go. If the gym is not your thing, don't just try to be persuaded by everybody else that that's what you need to be doing then. There is so many things that you can be doing outside of the gym that will still probably get you the result that you're actually really wanting to look for. And I think that comes back to being honest with yourself in how you want to be happy with you. Because I feel that there's so much expectation around if you go to a gym, this is how you should look like on the other side of it. 
Whereas actually so much of it is actually eating well. The gym is just the contributing factor to help to give you definition to that. So it's a fine balance. But for me now in my life that I just teach a few spin classes every week and the rest of my life is actually taken up by farming. I took a massive 360 when I moved back from Canada Um, and I now live in the beautiful Sunshine Coast hinterland and I'm super lucky um, and super blessed to be able to live in this magical place and spend the chunk of best chunk of my time every week in the garden. I'm grubby, I'm dirty, I've got chickens, I've got beehives, you know, I've got a couple of beagles, lots of gardens, big plans, but everything's a process. But for me, it's all that incremental movement, whether it be bending down, squatting into the garden, weeding, digging a hole, you know, even mowing, whippersnipping, There's so many things in life that you just need to find those things that make enjoyment for you and then take that and then turn that into your way of improving your fitness. It doesn't have to be a bull out of the China gate to get there. You can actually change your fitness without being crazy And we're just making small changes. It's not going to happen overnight, but it is going to happen. And I think, you know, I only only really started teaching spin classes about eight months ago. Um, And it was still coming back from the knee surgery and I still had all of that weight. And that, that mental judgment from so many years ago came back in again going, why would these people want to sit in a class with me When I look like this, teaching them how to ride a spin bike or how to push harder or, you know, how to, I guess, get more out of a session when I look like this. Now, it took all of my courage to even just get along to the actual training classes to become a spin instructor Um, because I knew that there would be people sitting in that crowd maybe judging. But there was a part of me that just went, just shake it off and just go. Because again, people come for their own reasons to those classes. They're not coming to judge the trainer. The end of the day, the trainer's there just to guide them. A trainer can look like anything. You could have someone overweight and be the best personal trainer in the world for the results that you want to achieve if you want to put pen to paper and be exact to the point. So I got the courage, I did the training, I got up on stage and yeah, it took me a bit to become myself and in my groove up there. But once I was there, it felt natural and it felt right. And over the last 10 months, the weight has dropped off. You know, the changes have started to be made. The eating gets healthier because I'm feeling better, I'm feeling more confident and that was even without any weight loss. It was just the fact of pushing myself to do something that was new and outside of my comfort zone that really pushed me to get there. So I hope that, I mean, in a roundabout way, 
And I mean, that's obviously just a very small snippet of, of my journey to this point. Um, you know, my fitness has been up and down for the best part of 20 years, but there's something that always keeps drawing me back to running and that's my zone that then gets me set up to move forward into other things in the world of fitness. So if you're at that starting point or if you don't know where to start, all that I would say is A, just be you. Really know what you want. If you don't want the be all and end all of having to dot your I's, cross your T's, tick boxes, you know, weigh food, calorie count, everything, etc then be honest with yourself and just go, that's not for you, yeah? And then decide about the things in your life that you really do enjoy, whether it's a light stroll, if it's catching up with a friend. And even a catch up with a friend could be a chance to be able to go, hey, instead of going out for drinks to catch up with someone socially, why not go, let's go for a walk. Not only is the fresh air better, you're not drinking the calories and you're actually outside enjoying someone's company, switch your phone off and actually be present for that conversation for the time that you're with them. And I feel like if you make little changes like that, that positivity will start to come back into your life. You'll feel happier, you'll feel more motivated and then that will actually lead to bigger things. But if the gym is not for you, don't join it. Now, you'll rarely have personal trainers out there tell you not to do that because obviously strength training is important, but you can get so much strength training just in everyday life that you'd be surprised at the benefits that that can give you. So just be you, be honest with yourself about what your outcome is that you're actually looking for and what changes you want to make. That's the opportunity then to really hone down to where you want to take it, where you want to go, what you want your goal to be. And then if you need to find someone to assist you on that journey, then that's totally okay as well. I've done that so many times in my life where even as a trainer, there's nothing wrong with a trainer having another trainer. It's okay to do that. It's always good to see other people's perspective So you yourself can actually go, actually, that's really working for me and that's something I wouldn't have tried unless someone had asked me to do it and I actually really enjoy it. So I think it's about finding the courage to step outside of your zone, step outside of your square, but to be confident within yourself to know what you want to achieve and ultimately to just be you. I hope you've enjoyed a little part of my story. Um, I'll wrap it up there for episode one. Uh, Moving forward, I'd love to dive deeper into some, you know, I guess harder topics about, especially around the fitness world and that stigma that's always involved in the fitness world um, and to try and shake that up a little bit for people that just want to be a little bit more human about it. Um, but also I'm definitely wanting to get some interviews with people in here too and just everyday people not people that have aspired to be world athletes or anything like that but just people that go about their life being just everyday people because I feel like they're the people that we are both you know both easiest to connect with to get their stories 
and I feel like it doesn't matter who we talk to, there's always something that we can learn from someone and I think everyday people have that missing link rather than just trying to follow influences and you know deal with all the stigma surrounding all of that so thanks so much for joining me today i really appreciate having you listening all the way through and i super look forward to you coming back for the next episode until then though the main focus just be you 